Hello and welcome back to the British Touring Car Podcast. Uh, you join us once again. Uh, Russ is alongside me as always and we are looking forward to Donington this weekend. Penultimate round. Yes. Lots to still be decided up and down the grid. And we're going. That's what we've got to keep telling ourselves. And we are going, yes absolutely. Yep. Looking forward to a good weekend of action. I believe it's my first time we've had this it's, argument. It's not. It's not I asked Dad. Time. I did ask Dad and he yeah. couldn't remember. Oh okay. So, I, I, you must have been there. I thought we'd met a rock in him. You must have been there. Um, but yeah, going into the weekend, there's only one really we're, yeah, real bit of news to keep up with, and that is after the, the slight controversy last time out at Silverstone, that Toka will be looking to introduce a digital light system within the car um, for warning systems around the track, really. So whether that be green flags, yellow flags, red flags, all, all the flags that you can think of... Um, because there was a little bit of controversy last time out, wasn't there? Yeah, so obviously, if you want to check out more details about that, we covered that in the Silverstone review pod, mainly, as you were alluding to, Roy Butcher's pass on Tom Ingram, which seems to have gone unpunished. Yep. Um, we discussed that at length in the Silverstone pod, so not to go over our ground there. But, yeah, I think it's certainly something that the touring cars need. Um, I believe the F1 cars have this digital yeah. display board, and it just it just helps avoid accidents. Um yeah, e- even when drivers maybe are blindsided by another car or they're in a pack of cars and they can't see the marshalling yeah. posts, it's a really good idea to have it in the cars. It comes directly to them. It comes up as soon as as soon as soon a flag gets thrown. Um, so, yeah, it'll be a good development, although only a really small one going into next season. Although, as a wider point, drivers need to respect the flags. Yes, yes, they do. Um, I think that's fair <laughs> across all disciplines of motorsport that we watch, to be yeah. fair. Certainly across the touring car weekend as well. Uh, F1's just as bad. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, absolutely, I agree. So hopefully this will maybe uh, give drivers more reason to follow flags. And of course it will help the marshals give penalties because they can look at the data. When was the flag uh, yep. thrown and did they slow down Yeah. You know, you know, sufficiently following the flag being thrown on the dashboard? Well then, looking forward to Donington this weekend. As you say, it's the penultimate round. Um, the track, it's its had a few different layout changes over the years. Yep. Um, and there have been a few modica- modifications in recent years. Uh, most notably, probably the final chicane lengthening the, the, the pit straight. Um, but yeah, take us through it. Yeah, so set in Castle Donington, which is sort of Leicestershire Derby area, so Midlands, midpoint of the UK. Uh, eight corners, 1.98 miles. Uh, there are two iterations you can run. You can run the National or the, is it the GP. Yeah. Um, we run the National, which doesn't have the extra hairpin in. Which, which is, I think is a disappointment. I do, but I think then it becomes so long. Well, at least there's a Sneston being so exactly. long. Yeah. yeah. The thing is that that hairpin doesn't really add anything. I prefer the chicane, personally, because you get a lot of action at that last chicane. It's not like a Thruxton chicane where you can easily cut it. No, you, you you would still get a chicane on the longer layout. It would just go in the opposite direction. And then you've got two extra hairpins yeah. to, to aid overtaking opportunities. Um but yeah, it's been a long while since we've used that. I believe we've used it many times in the past, um, and I'd quite like to see it back. I'd like to see it back for the Porsches. 
Yeah. But it's very difficult to change traffic yeah, yeah, duration yeah. over the weekend, I yep. understand that. But I think for something like the Porsches, it would work. I think that when you consider the other races that run, do you really want to see the Minis going down there and the Ginetta mm. Juniors down there? You're just lengthening the races. There's a decent bit of viewing at the first hairpin, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, it's, but, it's yeah. definitely got a place, but I think when you look at some of the disciplines we have with us. Yeah. Um, debuted on the BTC calendar in 1977, quite late. Mm. You can some of the other tracks. Um, we had quality record is Colin Turkerton set in 2020 with a 108.9 and sat in the race 109.4 so not a long way off about half a second off in race conditions yeah and that that was probably when Sutton didn't have any weight on board being the first round of the season last year or race 3 when he won yeah clear air to run in yeah one of those two uh, in terms of the weekend's weather it's due to be dry and cloudy very little chance of rain which means it will bucket it down now but there shouldn't be any rain at all Saturday or Sunday yeah I'm and still taking an umbrella oh absolutely <laughs> and to set your calendars the first race is 11.55 14.35 and then 17.20 approximately of course these it's a late one it is a late one there's no race afterwards and obviously those are subject to change depending on how many safety cars etc we have yeah it's been a long while since I've been to Donington so it should be interesting to see everyone trying to get out of there afterwards absolutely um, right most successful drivers at Donington do you know who the most successful driver is around this track of all time, first of all? Only because you told me a little earlier than they, um, it but it, it sort of like goes with the, the form that is Andy Rouse, yeah. um, a four-time touring car champion. He was pretty good at most circuits. We should do a special on him one day, because I, don't, yeah, think, we I should. don't think he's known as well as no. he perhaps should be. Um, in terms of the modern era, Gordon Shedden has the uh, most wins around mm. here, eight, and his record around here is pretty formidable, actually. He's not not a driver that I would have called, considering, considering you've got people like Plato and Turkington on well, the grid. First win here, if I'm not mistaken, in the Honda Integra back in 2006, I believe. Yep. It might have been 2005, apologies, I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, and then Turkington and Plato have the joint next number of seven, if my math skills are correct. In terms of the rest of the challengers, Sutton only has one win round here, but generally goes well. You've got to remember he's only been in the championship four years. Yep. Uh, Ingram has three, Hill has zero, and Cook has one win here. So again, it looks to be a fairly Colin-dominated circuit. Um, he need, expect, he needs a good weekend, doesn't he? He does, but again, he goes well here. He's quite ferocious here when you look at his stats here over the years. Him and Shedden tend to score podiums here if they don't score wins. So... I think those two are the ones to keep an eye out for this year. Yeah, I, I think Turkington certainly needs it. Shedden, I think, is a long way back and almost driving for pride now. Yep. Um, whereas the other title hopeful, they'll be looking to more or less like bank points. Any of them, any of those three following. Cook is a little further back yep. uh, due to his disqualification at Silverstone. But yeah, any of those three following, they really need to half the gap yeah, at least I completely, I completely agree they've got to um, make that a 15 point gap going in because that's doable whereas 30 is mm. in my mind not Sutton just has to finish the three races at yep. brands otherwise doesn't he yep. uh, in terms of cast your mind back to last year then uh, race one was won by Camish from Turkey from Butcher then Turkerton Butcher Oliphant and then Sutton Smiley Cook uh, Proctor had turbo issues off the line in one of the races but Smiley Smiley did also in one of the early races he had a good weekend overall um, and in terms of the 2020 challenges, Sutton had a 14th, but he was spun round, I think, by Colin actually into mm -hmm. the first corner. Uh, 14th, recovered to fifth, and then a first. Turkson had a second, a first, and a tenth. Hill 
doesn't go so well here. Retirement, retirement, non-contested. I mean, that, that Honda in the early part of last yeah. season was just useless. Yeah, absolutely. Ingram had a fourth, a fourth and a sixth. And Cook, who also has a very mixed history round here, a 13th, a 10th and a third. And then going back even further to 2019, which seems a lifetime ago now. <laughs> uh, race one, Turkton, Sutton, Oliphant. Turkton, Neil, Sutton. Ingram, Collard, Cook. So again, Turkton does go well here. In mm. terms of the challenges, Turkton had a one one nine, Sutton a two three five, that was in the Subaru, of course. Ingram a five ten one, Hill retirement a ninth and a sixth. So better showing, uh, and Cook twenty fourth, eighth, and a third. So twenty fourth to eighth isn't bad. It's not bad, but it's a decent amount of pace. But yeah, you don't win a championship doing that. Few seasons ago, you don't win a championship doing that. But yeah, it'll be interesting looking forward to this weekend. Um, as I've already said, Cook is a little little way back and he's probably living on a bit of a hope and a prayer to still be in with a title chance going into Brands. I, I think we're down to four. Yeah. You look at it, Cookie's got to make up, what, 63 points. Do you see any of those top four dropping out this weekend? I think... If it's going to be anybody, it's going to be Hill, just because yeah, the weight's exactly. going to be on board again. He's not got the experience. Although, that, that's a double-edged sword. On the one hand, he's not got the experience of running in these title fights. On the other hand, he's got nothing to lose. No one expect him to be this yep. close. Yep. I, I think it's fair to say at the start of the season, we didn't have Hill as a title challenger. No. Race winner, progression, but not a title challenger. So perhaps without the pressure, he can do his thing. But I think if we're going to pick one... Where do I go, Ingram? Do you think Colin has balanced this nicely going into this weekend, sitting fourth in the championship, but he's only four points behind Ingram in second, yeah. although he is 40 points off of Sutton? He doesn't have to run with much weight on board. I'd expect him to be challenging for pole on Saturday and then looking to progress from that, take a race win, maybe take a podium after that, and then see how your luck is with a reverse grid draw. And you're looking to pick up 20, 20 points on your title rival. I completely agree, though. I think it depends what BMW is coming out of the lorry. Because they've yep. had trouble with weight, they've had trouble with the car at times this season. I think that Ingram worries me being second. Hmm. And he'll, I don't know if he'll be slightly annoyed he's second and only by a couple of points. Because I think I think Colin, as you say, is in the best position here. Because out of the four, he's going to be the lightest. Hmm. And has a chance to really set up his weekend. Sutton's weight doesn't seem to matter. And he... Was quite confident in his post-race interview at Silverstone that he reckons the car's going to go well here. And to be honest, looking at his stuff here last year, I, it was rocket ship last year, wasn't it? Yeah, you'd be inclined to agree. I think you say out the four, Turkin's the best place. I think if you're going to pick one to drop away, it's going to be Ingram or Hill. And I think actually I might retract Hill and go Ingram because I just worry about the weight in the car and is it going to be another 14th qualification and then trying to you know scrabble to 12th while Sutton's in sixth or seventh. Yep. You know, you're going to lose ground. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, another driver of note who had a really good weekend last time out is Rory Butcher. Yeah. Um, obviously took those two wins and looking to capitalise even more this weekend. Does he go well here? He does a third, a second and an eleventh last time out. Uh, he didn't contest it in 2017. In 2018, 22nd to 9th to 13th in the MG6. Not a bad <laughs> effort to be fair. Uh, and then in the Honda FK2, 11th, 5th, 4th. And then in 2019, in the Ford Focus, a 3rd, uh, a 2nd, and 11th. And then, it's not bad. Yeah, as I say. He goes pretty well here, to be fair to him. It's a circuit I'd expect. And again, minimal weight, really. Yep, sitting 7th in the Championship. What, 
nine points behind Moffitt. Got a decent buffer back to Proctor. Um, Proctor, Shedden and Robotom are all with a, within a point of each other. Surprise, surprise driver this weekend. Who are we looking at? That's a really interesting question. Are we looking at maybe a, a jelly down in 12th? Oliphant's luck needs to change down in 14th. Could we see Chilton bucking up his ideas in 19th? No, so I've mentioned all BMW drivers there. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think Oliphant doing well would be a surprise because mm. I think yeah, he's got a lot of... Um, he's had a hell of a lot of un- unlucky breaks this season. Yeah. Jelly, I actually think this will be his worst weekend. I don't know why. I've just got a feeling it's going to be everything uh, that can go wrong will go wrong. Like Morgan him. last time out. Yeah, 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 they, yeah, they happen, and he's not—he's not really had that one of those weekends right. yet. And it's unusual to have a season without one of those weekends. So I think this could be that for Jelly. With Chilton, I'm just having a quick glance through his records here. Again, it's not—it's not spectacular. But, very quickly, I can't see he's actually won here before. But he did run a little bit better last time out at Silverstone and also he ran fairly well at Croft maybe he's getting a bit more used to that car now I think if you're going to go a surprise package I'm, I fancy Moffat to have a really good weekend I think he's really yeah. got to grips with the car now the car should go well here as well um, so I think Moffat and I think perhaps Chris Smiley okay as a, he's, had a, he's had a solid season Smiley without anything too spectacular yeah I wouldn't be at all surprised if he gets a podium this weekend if he, you know race three mm-hmm <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Fancy a, a little bit of progress, sort of like qualifying in those mid sort of teens. Typical weekend from him sometimes is where he sort of like puts himself into the top ten for race two, and yeah. then he's looking at a reverse grid. Yeah, exactly mm. that. Do you think the PMR boys struggle this weekend? I do. Oh, well, I said they struggled last time out, and that was probably their best weekend of the year, wasn't yeah, it? Well, so, for Lloyd, definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It depends, one, how Lloyd is feeling, because he's obviously still struggling with his back, whether he's had enough work on that and whether the adrenaline is running high enough for him to to get the best out of himself. Um, Plato, you kind of feel he's just given up a bit, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I was was so disappointed with the performance in race three Mm. at Silverstone. I really was. There have been a couple of those this year, though. When he's had that chance, he's been up there in the front on a reverse grid, and he's gone backwards. I felt for him a knock-kill because he's on the wrong tyre and with weight on board. But at Silverstone, there's no... And again, this weekend, there's no option tyre to run. We've had all the option tyre races. Yep. So, yeah, I I felt at Silverstone there could really be no excuse. Um, I think they struggle because all year they've been complaining of um, understeering the car. And this is a track where... You would not want to understeer because there's a lot of fast and long and you know corners where you really need to be able to turn in properly. Jason's had some exciting times here, hasn't he? Do you remember when he ris- rolled the Lissetti? Oh yes. Somehow, yes. I, I'm not sure how he ended up crane. that far off, but he went off Old the, on the right-hand side down the craners yeah. up onto those like tire bundles yeah, where you've right. never seen a car go before. Yeah. And managed to roll the Lissetti, didn't he? And of course, the 2019 AJ. Was it Cruise? It was, might have been the Cruise. Might have been the Cruise, actually. Yeah. And the 2019 AJ oh. had his humongous crash and accident down the Craner Curves. That was a horrible one, wasn't it? Yeah, written off the whole weekend for him. Would have probably won the championship that year as well. Yeah, yeah, almost certainly. Um, but yeah, back to PMR. Yeah, they could struggle this weekend. We've always said that they struggle a bit with straight line speed. You need that down the back straight. Um, it's a fairly fast flowing circuit. Yeah. And as you say, you need a decent amount of turning, which is something that they've been struggling with this week or this season. So yeah, I, I expect them to probably struggle this weekend. Cure Plato win. Yeah, yeah. That's 
that seems to be the way that things are going for my predictions recently. The other team of note, I think, is Team Hard. I mean, the drop-off in the second half of the season has been scary. I mean, look, we all know developing a car out of the box is difficult. Although, yeah. the Corolla did all right out of the box, as did the Ford. But, okay, it's difficult. it's difficult out of the box. It's brand new. It's new shape, etc., etc. They started so promisingly, and they've just fallen away this season. They have. Just along them lines, actually, we forgot to mention a little bit of news at the start, is that they have signed oh, Aaron yes. Taylor-Smith on a multi-year deal, yeah. and he will be partnering Jack Goff. So they're, they're looking to keep consistency within the team. They're looking to develop. And dare I say that Taylor-Smith has been more impressive this season than Goff. I think as a season as a whole, yes. Yeah. But Goff has had the, the big yes. moments. Yeah. Um, I think certainly Taylor Smith's been the most consistent driver, albeit he's not been hitting the heights, but he's been consistently around yeah. about the same place. Um, whereas Cook has been, sorry, uh, Goff sure. has been all over the place in terms of, and some of it's down to luck, I accept. Um, but yeah, you're right. I think, I don't know if this will be a weekend they go well out or not. I really, I don't know. I don't know what's gone on. I'd like it to be. Um, if if they don't go well here, then I think they must go well at the the final race at Brands. Yeah. Because um, I think that's also their home circuit, isn't it? That's going to throw up all sorts. I've already got my predictions locked in for Brands. It's going to throw up all sorts <laughs> of kinds of bits and pieces. And then it rains. And then it rains. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As I say, uh, the the drop off has been slightly concerning. Mm. Um, I think your your point is good. You know, a good one that retaining drivers can only help for development. If you're going to run four cars. It makes sense you have that third one maybe as a up and coming driver. Mm-hmm. Um, I accept that Nick's probably going to have the fourth because of the slightly different sponsorship deal, etc. But yeah, I think I think overall they might struggle this weekend, and we'll have to see how they go. As one more point on people struggling, yes, we're at the stage of the season now. We've got uh, a couple of drivers mm-hmm. who are yet to score. Uh, Mitchell, full time drivers. Yeah, we've got Rivet and yeah, Hawkins. Yeah. Uh, so Mitchell, Hamilton, Neat, Neat and Parfit are all just yet to score points. Do you think they do hmm. for the end of the season? And will any of them do it here? I have a feeling Parfit might score his first point here this weekend. I don't think all of them will score points this season, first of all. I think you're right. Um, do I see any of them? I think maybe Andy Neat will score a point before the end of the season. That forward could be quite quick mm-hmm. here this weekend. Um, I expect it to do fairly well. Jack Mitchell and Nick Hamilton, it's a bit of a case of do they get caught up in incidents? Do they finish races? If they finish races, are they going to make enough progress? Probably not. Yeah, I just think that the Honda goes well here. It's going to be a circuit yeah. path it knows. Yeah. Um, so I, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm just looking. I hadn't realised what a pitiful response Osborne had got in the points. I had, mm. I, I knew it had been... I'd been disappointed slightly, I have to say, but... I didn't realise he was only on 10 points. Yeah. Yeah, the, the amount of finishes is, mm. he has had is not great. Bordley has has been more consistent across the season, but Osborne is ahead of him in the Jack Sears, which is a little more crucial to what they're fighting towards. Um, just a note for the Jack Sears. Yes. This weekend, Robo could wrap up the title, if my calculations are correct. So he's nearly... He's about... What ninety eight points ahead currently? There are one hundred and twenty ish, one hundred and twenty left, I think. Right. Okay. So by the end of this weekend, he could quite have easily wrapped up the Jack Sears title going into final final round of the season. Um, I think we both expect him to, don't we? 
I mean, I can't see a world in which doesn't yeah. all, all things being equal. No, I, I agree. I think that. And then it's just yeah. a fight, fight for second between three drivers, probably with Sam Osborne on three two seven, Bordley on three o one, and Butel on two nine five. Osborne's got to have some bad luck for him to probably drop the ball there, really, doesn't he? <laughs> and then <laughs> look at me like Smiley that. happens. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think Osborne will be looking to finish best of the rest in Jack Sears this weekend. I think we both agreed that Robottom looks like he, he should take it home, barring any disasters. I'd agree. Right, shall we move on to some predictions then, lock some of these in? Yes, uh, let's do it. Right, race winners. You can have three, or maximum of three winners. A point for each you get right. Mm. What three winners are you going for this weekend? I am going for three this weekend. You are? Uh, as the two didn't quite work out for me last time out. Uh, Turkington needs a good weekend this weekend. Needs, yeah, I agree. Needs to score points and needs a win, probably. Needs to beat Sutton in all three races, in my opinion. And well. Yes. I, I don't think finishing fifth or Sutton sixth is good enough. And I think, as I mentioned earlier, this is a balls-to-the-wall weekend for Turkington. It's yep. either going to end up in, a, in glory or fire. Yes. Uh, yeah. Alongside that, it's... I'm actually going for second, third and fourth in the championship. So Ingram and Hill also need to take a win this weekend. Uh, so that's what I'm going for. Yeah, Ingram can perhaps take heart from Hill's performance at Silverstone and see how you can, mm. you know... Reverse engineer a reverse weekend. Reverse engineer a weekend, as you say. But the problem with that is still... And I, I, I agree, they're, they're, they're decent shouts. But the problem with that is still... Sutton's going to outscore you for probably two of the three races. Yep. And that's the problem. Yeah, I completely agree that you know the way it works is that's how you ha- how you have to reverse engineer it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you're yeah. in a situation where for race one and two, Sutton is probably outscoring you, and in race mm. three, he's probably you're outscoring him by less than he was outscoring you. Yeah, Sutton's had his bad weekend. That was back at Alton, and he still outscored people. Yeah, he still came over championship lead. Yeah. So, uh, I'm yours? going for Turkington because I'm like you. Know, I I could see him sticking this on pole, like it's a flag victory from race one. Yep. Uh, Oliphant, he goes well here historically, and his luck's got to change at some point. Okay, okay. No weight on board. Hmm. Are you race thinking more of a race three or a race three, or perhaps even a race two? Or sorry, sorry, perhaps even a race Rear one. Gunner. Well, perhaps race one he wins it, and then race two T- Turkington comes through, and Oliphant yep. moves over, and what have you. And I'm going for Shedden. Goes really well here, and yeah. he's going to have minimal weight on board. Just needs to find a bit of. Yeah, finesse. Yeah, yeah, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. But I think that if there's a track for him to, you know, just remind people of how good he can be, I think it's here. Okay, then. Uh, in terms of general predictions, one of mine is bold, the other two are not. Which is your bold one, then? Motorbase on. to outscore BTC this weekend. Oh, that is bold. So, Motorbase, I'm having as Jackson. Hill and, and Hill. Jackson, yeah. Yeah, not. No, no, no that's fine. And then BTC, Proctor and, and Cook. And, and Edwards. Okay. Includes Edwards. Okay. That, that, she scores a point now and ruins that for me. But I've one point. BTC have beaten. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I think that, yeah, Jackson's got to have a good weekend at some point, hasn't he? Yeah. He needs one. And I think he. He, the, he showed a little bit of progress last time. Say, out. Silverstone, he was, he was decent. So I think this could be the weekend for Jackson to galvanise his. Uh, and and your less, less bold options. Three top six for Turkington. Okay. We said he's got a bank point yep, this weekend. Yeah. Yep. And a butcher podium. Yeah, goes fairly well around here. Yeah. We've already discussed that. Butcher podium. Your um, predictions? Uh, let's start with my bold one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Osborne to outscore Jackson. Yeah, I think that is bold. So, obviously, both running the Fords this weekend. Jackson showed a little bit of upturn in form. 
but also Osborne should should have a decent lick of pace because he needs to be looking at finishing second in Jack Sears. Be interesting to see how that one folds out. Maybe they both end with no points this weekend, and I don't know what we do then. Jackson gets as fast as that. <laughs> don't don't you dare. <laughs> um, my second one is Oliphant. His luck's going to change. He's going to have three point scoring finishes all within the top 12. Okay. And finally, Dynamics to outscore Hyundai. That is all four Hyundais to the two Hondas of Dynamics. I am praying, praying that Shedden doesn't take people out or they don't have setup issues or they don't have things break on the car. Cut to Ingram wins all three races. Yep. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, I think we've both agreed on the Jack Sears this weekend. It's hard to look past Roy Bottom this weekend, isn't it? I mean, last four weekends in a row, we've been burnt because yeah. we've gone, oh, Roy Bottom will struggle here. And, the one we and he be- hasn't. Or the one we came before is going really well. He exactly. Didn't. So, yeah, we've gone fairly safe for Roy Bottom. Should be taking home the title this weekend. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Right, Harvey Bingo, my three. He's going to say Cookie. Three or more times. The amount of times he said that in the last two race meetings. Yeah, yeah. Nailed on. Surely. Last one for three or more. Okay. Know. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Shedden's season hasn't gone as well as he'd have liked. Words to that effect. Like every, everyone's probably said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Je- he'll mention Jelly and his London Marathon success or recent marathon um, outing. Yes, congratulations to Jelly on that. Yeah. I think he managed it under three, three hours. hours which is for himself. Which is pretty good. It's yeah. certainly not something I'd do. No, probably uh, quicker than his one series as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, congrats to him on this. Uh, will it be because he's pulled off at the side of the track because he's having a bad weekend? Or and he'll have to run back to the pits. Or something along the lines <laughs> of, you know, uh, oh, they're trying to go past Jelly. He's just back from the yeah. London Marathons. He's used to pace. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Something like that, you know. Uh, let, let's get back to a bit more normality. Brave down the craners for me. Yeah. You've got to be brave. You've got to have big cojones going down there. Um, and confusion with the team BMW cars, whether that be Turkiton, Oliphant or Jelly. I think they might all be running in the, a similar space this weekend. I expect the BMWs to do well. And track limits down at the old hairpin. The amount of drivers that run wide going through there, just trying to get that run up the hill to McLean's. I expect him to, to pick up on that maybe. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how they do do track limits this weekend. Obviously, it's an MSV track, so you'd expect the pressure Fresh plate pads, system. Yeah. Um, obviously, at Silverstone, it was a bit of a joke, the uh, track limits at Cops, or the fact that we were racing a completely different circuit than yeah. the one that was laid out. Just make it wider. I mean, they, they ended up in Herefordshire. <laughs> but, yeah, that's how wide it was. I don't know where <laughs> Northamptonshire and Herefordshire are together. That was the point I was making. Herefordshire's over by Wales, mate, so th- th- we-, we can use that. <laughs> That's the point I was making. It Good. was that wide. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I said it went to Cambridge, you'd go, oh, that's the border. Like, yeah, yeah, the whole point. No, that's fine. Continue. Thank you. Uh, so I'd be interested to see how those are dealt with this weekend. Uh, a non-point on offer here. Or no points on offer, as I should say. Pole position. Ah, yes. Uh, Turkton leads the Wingfoot Award at the moment. does, and he desperately, desperately needs it, really. I, I, I think I will go Turkington. Okay. Four pole. Okay. Yours? I'll put you on the spot now. See? That's what happens when you do it to me. I'll do it back to you. Go on. I, I can't decide between Moffat. Okay. Or Shedden. Okay. Or Oliphant. Butcher? Not quite. Okay. Top four for Butcher. Uh, I'm going to go Oliphant for pole. I've, yeah, I'm going to go Oliphant. 
Interesting. Cards are on the table then. Yep. Um, as we've already mentioned, we are off up there this weekend for the Sunday. Um, looking forward to it, personally. Well, um, it'd be a shame if you weren't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, looking forward to it. Um, be nice to see them flying down the craners towards the old hairpin. Um, be good to get back in the in and around the pit garages. And, um, yeah, really looking forward to it. Are you? More than Silverstone. Oh, Surely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, wait. Don- Donald's a superb racetrack. Uh, uh, I can't remember a dull race on Donald's. He's cheered up at last. <laughs> oh, come on, Silverstone's <laughs> a triangle. <laughs> Silverstone is dull. Oh, dear. This, but, but look, you have to have the bad to have the good. Yep. And we've had, a, in my opinion, a really dull weekend at Silverstone. It was quite dull, I, I admit that. And I expect a really good weekend here at Donington, followed up by Brands GP is always fun as well. So. Yeah. You know, Donington is for what I'd say a proper racetrack. The one thing I will mention before we uh, come to a close is that Tim Harvey has mentioned on Twitter that the surface at Donington isn't particularly good. It's quite slippery. It's not grippy. Um, Perfect. So whether that plays sounds, into anything sounds this like weekend, Turkey in the F1 last year. Yeah, he, uh, there's a tweet. I've not got it with me. I don't believe um, along the lines of how slippery the uh, tarmac at Donington can be. Um, which, if that does play into anything this weekend. We might see cars on particularly real drive on cold tyres having small problems maybe. Yeah, I was thinking, I was wondering whether that benefits the rear wheel drive or the front wheel drive. Here we go. So Peter Hickman tweeted, uh, I love the Donington Park UK track. However, the track surface has been... Uh, Prince advisory. Yeah. <laughs> Rhymes with hit for a few years now and gradually getting worse. No less than five changes of tarmac, inconsistent and for the bu- uh, bitumen... Bitumen. Covering cracks. The time has come for it to be resurfaced fully. It's just too dangerous. Harvey replied, It's like an ice rink on four wheels. I can only imagine how dangerous it must be on two. I believe mm-hmm. Peter Hickman is a MotoGP. Yes, or, he is. Yes. He um, races the TT occasionally. Thank you. That's right. So I'd be interested to see if that is a problem this weekend. Mm. Um, I mean, there's always so for drivers going about, isn't there? The track's too grippy. It's not grippy enough. Be the curbs cut tyres. Be you know. interesting to see that if there are tyre bales at the final chicane, or Pons- whether they're wrecked to sell. Polystyrene. Yeah. Things I think. If it's tyres, Tim Harvey will probably walk onto the track we and might rip them off. Have a hernia. I think he'll come onto the track and rip them off and throw them and, yep. and shout "none shall pass" or something. Yeah. <laughs> they, they've done polystyrene there for ages. It always gets knocked into the chicane. We have to have a safety car while a marshal runs off and drags it to the side. Oh, so. I should have done safety cars for predictions. Damn. Oh well. We hope you enjoy this weekend. Um, We'll be back with you next week, probably Tuesday, if not Wednesday, for a review as we've got to watch the races again to make sure that we pick up everything because we're not sure what the the screens are doing at the track this weekend. But we hope you enjoy it and we'll be back soon. Bye for now. Remember to subscribe, follow and also share our podcast for more touring car updates. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook by just searching for BTCP, British Touring Car Podcast. And you can also contact us there or on our email at btccpod at gmail.com. 